Welcome to the MIT Scissor Research Briefing Series. The Center for Information Systems Research is based at the Sloan School of Management at MIT. We study digital transformation. Hi, I'm Stephanie Werner, Principal Research Scientist and Director of MIT Scissor. Today, I'm pleased to share with you a research briefing from the archives, the November 2019 research briefing authored by Barb Wixom and Killian Farrell. Building Data Monetization Capabilities That Pay Off Data monetization strategies include some combination of three money-making approaches. One, improving core business processes using data, making money from doing things better, cheaper, and faster. Two, wrapping analytics around offerings, making money by distinguishing offerings with features and experiences. And three, selling information solutions, making money by deploying new information offerings. MIT Scissor Research has identified that companies need five enterprise capabilities, a data asset, a data platform, data science, acceptable data use, and customer understanding to execute data monetization strategies. Building these capabilities, however, is not easy. Our research found that the capabilities companies have in place today are average. In this briefing, we explain why you need to be persistent and purposed for your data monetization capabilities to pay off. Be persistent. Many companies have been trying to make money from their data for years. Rest assured, the data shows that data monetization capabilities are evolutionary. The capabilities become stronger as companies master sequences of practices over time, with more advanced practices building on foundational predecessors. Consider data science. Companies first become proficient at basic reporting, dashboards, and visualization. Next, they learn and scale out statistical techniques and approaches. Then they explore machine learning and specialized analytics, like natural language processing and edge analytics. This progression establishes organizational readiness, skills, understanding, and acceptance for increasingly complex data science activities. The case of Microsoft. In 2014, Satya Nadella became CEO of Microsoft and began accelerating the company's transformation to cloud services. The transformation required dramatic enterprise-wide interventions including organizational redesign, new performance metrics, changed incentives, and business process reengineering. Nadella regularly and widely promoted data-driven work practices as a key way to help accomplish Microsoft's transformation objectives. For sales, this prompted leaders to set an objective to establish a new analytics-informed workflow for salespeople, with a goal to increase time spent with customers by 30%. 1.5 days per week. Initially, sales defined key terms, for example, a lead, and established standards for data that resided in over 30 disparate systems, a data asset capability, master data. The team leveraged Microsoft Azure cloud technology to create a single data platform called the Microsoft Sales Experience, which supported salespeople situated around the globe, data platform capabilities of advanced tech and internal access. 
The team also built dashboards and assembled them into workflows that were tailored to sales personas, such as sales managers, executives, and support staff, a data science capability reporting. These tailored workflows helped each persona distinctly engage in service and sales activities in more knowledgeable, effective ways, a customer understanding capability, sense-making. And individual usage of the dashboards was monitored to enable better utilization through training and incentives, an acceptable data use capability, internal oversight. All of these changes contributed to salespeople spending less time on engagement preparation, engagement wrap-up, and the creation of sales opportunities. The time required to create these dropped from 12 to 3 minutes per opportunity. Sales realized tremendous Salesforce productivity gains by achieving its goal to free up administrative time for salespeople, in effect increasing its sales capability by 30%. It's important to note that in 2014, Microsoft's data monetization capability journey focused on the essentials. Regarding data monetization, the company was starting anew because of its aggressive and dramatically different future business state goals. Thus, areas like sales established capability basics and worked hard to get them right before moving on to more advanced practices. Be purposed. Our research findings also indicate that data monetization capabilities are approach-specific. When we compared top and bottom performing companies in improving, wrapping, and selling, we discovered that the four practices most associated with great results varied with each approach. This makes sense, considering that improving, wrapping, and selling each place unique demands on an organization. For example, companies focused on improving pervasively arm employees with dashboards and visualizations that reflect accurate data about core business processes so that employees can formulate better decisions and new work practices. As a result, top-improving companies distinguish themselves from bottom performers by using great master data about operations, internal access to data, reporting, and internal oversight of data. Companies focused on wrapping deliver dashboards and visualizations about customer demographics, product use, sentiment, relationships, and company interactions to external-facing workgroups that sense core and latent customer needs and inform product development and management activities. As a result, top wrapping companies distinguish themselves from bottom performers by using great master data about customers internal access to data, reporting, and customer sense-making. Finally, companies focused on selling identify marketplace problems that can be solved using information, commercialize the solutions, and then deploy, service, and continuously adjust the solutions in ways that protect competitive advantage. As a result, top-selling companies distinguish themselves from bottom performers by using external access to platforms, machine learning, controls on automation, and co-creation with customers, startups, and other partners. The case of BBVA. In 2011, BBVA explored how to exploit financial big data and co-created a variety of promising use cases 
through social good partnerships, a customer understanding capability, co-creation. Using over 4 million anonymized BBVA credit card transactions, one use case helped city planners create strategies to stimulate economic growth, and another use case helped governments decide how and where to deploy aid response after natural disasters. In February 2014, BBVA established a wholly owned subsidiary called BBVA Data and Analytics, also known as DNA, to deliver four-fee data services. The subsidiary was purposefully separated from the incumbent bank for reasons such as the need to shield the new entity from unnecessary regulation and to attract data scientists. The organizational separation was also intended to incubate new unique practices and build data monetization capabilities that were required for DNA to succeed in selling. This included developing machine learning algorithms and other advanced data science techniques for activities, such as classifying transactions, recommending products, and comparing transactional behaviors. In 2016 alone, DNA introduced 34 new analytics into production, a data science capability, machine learning. DNA also established an open-source, cloud-based, API-enabled data platform that could effectively deliver data services as commercial offerings, a data platform capability, APIs for external access. The platform evolved over time. Today, some of the early data services have progressed to contribute to BBVA's API market, where customers self-serve from a number of online informational solutions an acceptable data use capability, automation. It's important to note that after the BBVA subsidiary established capabilities that enabled it to effectively deploy marketplace solutions, it began working with BBVA to build bank-wide capabilities that would help improve BBVA business functions. The subsidiary collaborated with engineering and other bank groups to incrementally establish foundational data monetization practices, such as an internal shared data platform and reusable algorithms. Maximize data monetization payoff. As companies better appreciate the evolutionary and approach-specific nature of data monetization capabilities, they can strategically invest in data monetization capabilities. Our research found that getting monetization capabilities right really pays off. Companies that achieved top performance in returns from improving wrapping and selling had better data monetization capabilities than bottom performers, an increase of 55% in data asset capabilities, 83% in data platform capabilities, 63% in data science capabilities, 61% in acceptable data use capabilities, and 47% in customer understanding capabilities. In fact, top performers increased monetization outcomes by a factor of 2.5 in comparison to their bottom-performing peers. Over time, companies advance their data monetization capabilities, which in turn leads to better improving, wrapping, and selling, a positive cycle of deeper and broader data monetization. In the future, we envision that companies will engage in business activities that synergistically produce evidence-based, 
customer-centric informational services to make money in a competitive manner. We can get there with persistence and purpose. Thanks for listening to this reading of MIT Scissor Research. And thanks to the sponsors and patrons who support our work. Get free access to more research on our website at cisr.mit.edu.